Let's bring former All Blacks head coach and radio sport rugby analyst John Hart. Morning, John. How are you? Good morning, fellas. John, you lived through uh, many of your players coming off with injuries uh, during games and that. And I think, you know, when people say, oh, the sport's getting a bit soft, when you have a look at Sam Kane coming off with a fractured neck, um, what does that make you actually think about the, the collisions and stuff that go on in the game now? Unfortunately, it's a, uh, a real part of the game. And uh, the game has got um, horrendously um, physical. And um, we're going to have injuries. And, um, you know, that was just one of those that was unlucky. Um, and that's, that's, we're going to have to put up with the game. So your 51 players may be needed. Yeah. Do, so does that mean that the loose forwards now, if they're looking at guys to, to, to slot in there, that the new person coming in actually has to be a, a physically big player to cope with that? Well, they've got to be physically strong, um, physically big, but uh, strength is ex- absolutely comes into it now because uh, at the top level, you just can't get away without it because uh, the collisions are so strong. And the um, players that you see the Springbok fact, they are so physically, they're big and strong, physically strong. So, um, yep, it certainly uh, makes the game more difficult um, and a, a real challenge for loose forwards. Do you like the strategy, John, of essentially naming two separate squads for the first part of the interview tour? Um, look, it's there's a lot of players, um, but obviously they uh, want to bring to Australia and then they want to prepare well for England. And I think the gaming is Japan is more for them to um, start their World Cup preparation to have a look at Japan. Um, so I can understand that they you know, are, are selecting uh, the two squads. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an overkill perhaps, but um, in terms of their overall philosophy, I understand what they're trying to do. I remember after you guys won that first World Cup and then, and then you, I think you guys went up to um, Japan and you took players like Robbie McLean away, who was the prop from um, Wadarapa Bush, because one of the guys I went to school with was very excited because he was related to him and he was going to be in there. Was it, that was kind of the, was was that a similar kind of strategy of we're going to take a, a quite big bunch of players away? To be fair, that was more a strategy to say um, if we took the top team, um, it would be a, a total mismatch. Uh, for the games that we're having, right. so it was an opportunity therefore to take some, leave some of the stars at home, and and, and take some other players to maybe uh, give them give them experience, but certainly um, make the game more um, more real. I think I think we saw that in that case. Um, you know, way back then we weren't into um, having people turn and, and, and rotating and all those sorts of things. It wasn't it wasn't around. Well, I mean, this is where we get to now with this, and I guess they've got these other games. So do you imagine it is one of those things where, the, the, I mean, they're going to go and play in Japan. I imagine they don't play the entire first 15. But would there be, do you think, expectations from Japan that we would like to see, you know, the captain play? We would like to see Rico Ioane play. Would would there be that, any like that put on the All Blacks? Look, I'm sure um, there would be, but um, I'm... I'm equally sure there would have been a discussion um, with Japan to say how that match um, will be handled. Um, and so I don't think, I would not think, I'd be surprised if it is a surprise to the uh, to the Japanese. Hey, John, let's get to this business now with uh, with Sam Kane. He's done for the season. So obviously, Adi Savir, there's an opportunity there for him maybe to make the next step up. What do you think the All Black selectors will do with the loose forward makeup, and what would you like to see them do? Well, I think the the thing you've got to look back look at is who have they had in the squad. So you tell me who what are, who are the loose boards that they've had in the squad that are not playing regularly. And if you go back, that's the way they normally uh, look at things. Blake Gibson, I think, is out for the season also. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that takes away one of the choices. Um, and I, then I think certainly Salvia will get the starting spot. I think they want to see him starting anyhow. So um, they, they, they clearly would be very disappointed now that Matt Todd's on a sabbatical in Japan. Um, because he would have been the first choice. Um, whether they revisit that to see if they can get him released um, whilst they're in Japan, that might be might be one approach. Um, but I don't think having given a sabbatical, I want to uh, interrupt that in terms of you know, future, the future. So I suppose uh, John Hart's with us, by the way, here. Um, very generous to give up some time. We always thank you very much when you come on. The, those guys that had been around the squad, the two I could think of last night was, I thought, well, there's Akira Ioane, who was a loose forward who's been there, but Dylan Hunt, who is playing for Harbour now in the Mitre 10 Cup. I mean, he actually started a game uh, at flank for the for the All Blacks last year. So so there, would they probably be, do you think, what, that gives them a head start at least as far as the book work goes of learning patterns Look, and everything? I think now that Blake Gibson's out, Dylan Hunt would be a certainty. I think he's the he's the player now that they will um, they will bring in because he's been around the squad. He's playing pretty good football too, um, and so I think he will be he will be the player that, that they bring in. Do, do you reckon he'd know that, or would they be would, would they have got hold of him already? Um, they, um, I'm not sure. I mean, when do they announce their squad? They announce it next week, don't they? Next, mm. Monday. So um, they they possibly might have. Um, uh, I suppose um, they'll be worried about who's playing. You know, NPC, uh, might have, it might have 10 cup um, the weekend before, but um, I, I, I'm sure he will be the player because they're a bit thin outside of that. Yeah. In this in this year where we've had Carl Tuinukuafi appear out of nowhere, where Angus Tavales come back and, and you know, um, come from nowhere again to, to make it at there and play for the All Blacks, is there still room for maybe one bolter? Like what, well, maybe not quite a bolter, but what about like a, a Dalton Papali'i or, or maybe a, a Gareth Evans? Well, look, I think that's where you'll see some of the players in the uh, the 29. I mean, I, I, I was talking more of Don Hunt coming into the, uh, you know, to be the backup in the test side. Oh, yes, yes. Um, but I, I think you'll get a lot of uh, players, uh, younger players, who will be given an opportunity to go uh, to play in that Japan team. And that's that's an exciting opportunity. Um, so, you know, you'll get more than one bowler. You'll get quite a few because when you look at 51 players, and what are they carrying, 33 at the moment? Yeah. So there's eight, there's 18 other players uh, around New Zealand who are going to be um, going to uh, going to Japan. All right, John, finish off the sentence for us if you can. Uh, the Springboks beating the All Blacks and getting within two points on the weekend gives you pause for concern. Why? Well, I think we should uh, we sh- we should look at um, the two games and the Springboks have definitely now become a real opposition for the All Blacks. Um, they have improved immensely uh, through this um, through this campaign. Um, they probably shouldn't have won the Wellington game. They should have won the um, should have won the Pretoria game. Uh, I think they are growing as a team. Um, they, their skill level, I watched their backs on the weekend, I thought, you know, they normally uh, don't have the combination of skill, uh, of skill and physical uh, attributes. They've certainly got that. Uh, they played very much an all-back game. I think, personally, I think Rassi Rass must be kidding himself because I think taking off, um, you know, the the, the hooker, um, taking off the halfback, taking off the fullback, in the last ten minutes undid him. Um, and and they are very now they are very competitive. That makes for an exciting World Cup because they are our first game in the World Cup. 
um, I think they now are back to being genuine, um, you know, competitors to the All Blacks. And the All Blacks, the concern for the All Blacks would be, I think that, um, you know, just making too many mistakes, not playing quite as well as they have. Um, and, you know, when they're coming up the side like um, uh, South Africa, who put real pressure on them defensively, um, all of a sudden our attacks seem to be blunted. Um, we were looking to do things, kick the ball away. We were looking to do things that we should have, I think, confronted more through the middle um, and maybe may have been a bit more patient, particularly in that first half. We didn't get many opportunities. We needed to be a little more patient. So, look, I think um, the last two games have shown that the All Blacks are a bit vulnerable and they are making mistakes and um, under pressure. So, you know, that I'm sure that would be concerning Steve Hansen. Um, so they've just got to get on top of that. But I think the South Africans now are genuine, genuine contenders and genuine opposition. Hey, as always, John, appreciate well, your time. You. Okay. There you go. John Hart with us on Radio Sport.